Andrew Cuomo plays politics and holds New York hostage until he receives federal funding. A Wisconsin sheriff says no, and he won't enforce the lockdown policies. And Venice Beach fills up the skate park with sand. This way people won't skate despite of the summer coming. We're going to get into all this and more. Welcome to America the Podcast. I'm your host, Joey Saladino, where we go through everything in the news today. Now let's get into this. So there are more and more protests breaking out nationally. This one that I have on screen is from Huntington Beach. I know there are other ones in California. I know there are ones going on in different states. There are tons of anti-lockdown protests going on. And if in two to four weeks we don't see a massive new COVID-19 peaks from the increase in mass gatherings and people not following social distancing, social distancing, then you know for a fact we overreacted to epic proportions. Right now, we we have kind of our case study for people who are not following lockdown orders. So if we were going to use all the logic that these doomsdayers are giving us, we will see a massive spike in two to four, maybe you know three weeks, whatever it, it, it takes. If we don't see a massive spike, we know for a fact this whole thing is an overreacted BS. So that's not the only place going on. Um, I also said uh, protests have broke out nationwide, demanding the lockdown to end. If what they say is true, you'll see massive new peaks in COVID-19 in two weeks because of the people breaking lockdown and not following social distance. Spoiler alert, we won't. We, we obviously won't see that. And also, Florida reopened the beaches. And the leftists tweet out, uh, hashtag Florida morons. They think this will lead to massive COVID deaths in two weeks. Let's see if it happens because I doubt. I doubt it completely. Because how many times have there, there been mass gatherings where the doomsdayers and the, and the Democrats have said, oh, this is not going to this is not gonna go well. This is not going to be good. We, we saw it with, uh, I think it was CPAC. We saw it with um, uh, the farmer's markets. Uh, I'm sure there was a bunch of other sporadic gatherings going on as well. And guess what? None of those gatherings ever contributed to massive COVID-19 outbreaks. They just haven't. It just hasn't happened. Everything that these doomsdayers and these modelers and these projection analysts tell us don't come true. It's all, it, None of it happens. Yes, perhaps they actually did spread COVID-19 amongst those group gatherings. They probably did. But the problem is, these experts only analyze the most serious cases of COVID-19 in creating the death rate. So if there's a gathering of 1,000 people who, and one person has it, obviously they're going to spread it amongst the crowd. And who knows, 100 people might come out with it. But those people that are coming out with it probably have such a minor insignificant asymptomatic case that it's not even appearing on anybody's radar because they're not going to get tested who knows you watch you you listening to this me recording this right now for all we know we could have already had it we wouldn't have even known and we now have the antibodies and we're, we're chilling we're good that could have been the same for these protests and the problem is that these experts didn't properly give us uh, an analysis. Yeah, I, I made a whole 
breakdown of how they were analyzing it. So the experts only tested the most severe COVID-19 patients and built the death rate data on what on that on that data. They totally ignored the mild mild unconfirmed cases. This is why the models projected millions would die. It's either they're stupid or they purposely misled. If you take a thousand people who are infected, if only 100 show symptoms, you're going to test the 100. The other 900 completely go undetected. 100 confirmed cases, three die, now your death rate's 3%. And that's how they're calculating it. They're only basing it on confirmed. So they're, they're just taking, oh, uh, 100 cases, oh, 3% die, that's our death rate. Yeah, but you're not counting the 900 other cases that are so mild they're not appearing on your radar. Now, you take that super high infection rate that we know the virus has, we know the virus has a high infection rate, and you add that with the confirmed recorded death rate. That's why the projections say millions will die. This is why every single model is wrong. It's, it's almost common. It's complete common sense. We're going to see by the time this is over, we're going to get all this data back, and it's going to probably take some time because whoever they are, these experts, the government, the politicians, the media, they're not going to want the truth to get out. But eventually that truth will get out as people do independent studies, independent testing. We're going to find out for a fact that this COVID-19 crisis is very comparable to just the seasonal flu when it comes to death rate. I know that. I know for a fact that is what's going to happen, and that's how that's where we're going to leave off. I just know it. I mean, everything I've been saying since January has pretty much been correct. I called out the fact that they're overcounting the deaths. I, I called out the fact that that uh, just everything. I don't I don't even know where to begin. If you just go through my tweets, go back from a while ago, and you're going to see these things that I'm saying come to fruition. And they're coming true. It's either they're being confirmed that they're true or they're, they're overly speculated. Now, regardless, everything that I'm saying is coming true. I said there will be no ventilator shortage. There was no ventilator shortage. I said that New York will not even come close to peak capacity and that the Javits Center and the hospital ships are barely even going to be used if used at all. And guess what? I was right then, too. And this was at the time where they were project, projecting massive death and destruction to epic proportions. And guess what? People were saying, this won't age well. This won't age well. Guess what? It all aged perfectly well. I was right. You were wrong. I'm going to rub it in. I'm happy because it, the projections are wrong. Be happy you're wrong. Doomsdayers, be happy you are wrong. There's no shame in being wrong if it means that millions of people aren't going to die. <laughs> so. <laughs> so a Wisconsin sheriff says he will not enforce the stay-at-home orders to protect constitutional rights. Um, Wisconsin Governor Troy Evers, Democrat, extended lockdown orders through May 26. Wisconsin has only 4,000 cases and 200 deaths with COVID-19. I hope other sheriffs take notes because that's an ex that is an extreme extension to the lockdown orders. New York doesn't even have their lockdown orders that far, and they were the epicenter of the outbreak. So they made a post on Facebook. It was a pretty length lengthy post, I'm trying to get it to load. Um, so this was actually on four seventeen twenty twenty. I want to take this opportunity to notify uh, Racine County citizens of the position. 
of the enforcement of the Wisconsin Department of Health and Services. Wisconsin law gives the governor and the Wisconsin Department of Health the authority to develop emergency measures and enforce rules to pro- and orders to protect the public during a health crisis. However, state law does not have the power to proceed or suspend constitutional rights of Americans. Now, this is awesome because I was saying on yesterday's podcast that the governors and the politicians don't really hold any power. If anything, the, most of the power is is being held by the po- local police departments and the sheriff's office, and then obviously the people uh, reign supreme over that. So when the governors and the government gives these orders locally, their power is limited to the enforcement of the sheriff office of the police departments. If th- these police departments say, no, we're not going to enforce that, those local officials lose all any power that they think they had. And obviously, the, we the people, your, your power does not stand anything comparatively to the people. So they also said the overreaching measures taken by the state government will have a dire lifetime consequences for businesses, homeowners, and families. I took an oath to uphold the constitutional rights of our citizens, and I cannot in good faith participate in the destruction of Racine County business or interfere with the freedoms granted to us by the Constitution. Wisconsin law gives the authority and responsibility for investigating the public officials. Uh, COVID-19 isn't going away anytime soon. I strongly encourage all of us to start thinking of the new normal way of doing business. Laracine County back on its feet again and move uh, ahead. I understand the seriousness of the current health situation. I urge all the county citizens to continue to be responsible and the following social distancing. Listen, if you're scared... If you're too much of a, if you're too scared or you're high risk and you don't want to go out, don't go out. The actions of people going out and opening their businesses won't affect you if you if you're scared. Stay the fuck home. I was I was sick and tired of a couple months ago that trend. Stay the fuck home. No, you stay the fuck home. You don't want to get sick. You stay the fuck home. My actions of going out and running my business and having fun and doing what I want to do, participate in the economy, doesn't affect you if you're going to stay home. You stay the fuck home if you're scared. The rest of us can go on and, and get the ball rolling, get this eco- economy and this country functioning again. We literally shut down the uh, in total economy for a virus who even with the inflated death count still d- hasn't even reached flu levels, even with the inflated account. Andrew Cuomo holds New York City hostage for more federal aid. Listen to this. We also need from the federal government, we need funding. I get that we have to fund airlines, we have to fund this business, we have to fund small business. Yeah, I agree 100%. But you also have to fund state governments. And by the way, when you fund the state government, you're not funding a private business, okay? Uh, We're not an airline. So you don't have an issue of should government really be giving tax dollars to this private entity. When you fund the state government, you just are funding a state government to perform the functions you want us to perform, which is the reopening function. I get it. I'll do it. But I need funding. Real quick, what funding do you need to tell people, you can go back to work? What funding do you need for that? And when you fund the state government, you're funding small businesses anyway, and you're funding hospitals anyway, and you're funding schools anyway. Uh, And, you know, the Republican doctrine used to be 
limited government, and states' rights. I'm a good distribution mechanism to small businesses and hospitals and schools because I know what's going on in the state. But if you want us to reopen, uh, we need funding. Listen to that very last line. If you want us to reopen, we need funding. Cuomo is playing a political game. He's holding New York hostage until he receives federal funding. More federal funding, I guess. His state is in debt. He needs the money. He's always go- he's still going over the deficit. The budget's blown out. And he's holding the state because the state, I guess, has a that is a pretty large economy. I guess GDP wise, a lot of business, a lot of important stuff going on there. You know, the country, I guess, you know, as a whole, benefits from New York being open, just because of everything going on there. You got Wall Street, etc. Whatever it is, he's holding the state hostage and the people hostage. Basically saying, guess what, everyone, you're not going to go back to work until the government, get, until Trump gives us money because we need money to open. I get you need money for your schools. I get you need money for your airlines, whatever it is. You need money for X. But you don't need money for Joe Blow to go back to Joe Blow's soup shop. You know, <laughs> like, you don't need money to tell people to get back to work. You don't need money to tell people... You can start going outside again. You don't need money to open up your state. That's that's literally the op. Like, you're going to get money from that. You're literally going to get money from that. That's how you generate revenue. That's how you start making the money back by telling people to get back to work. I get it. There are some state-funded ventures that you would need the money for. But that's that's still a small piece of opening up your economy. Opening schools. I mean, how much funding? You, you, you already have. You, I'm pretty sure you already have the funding for the schools. I'm pretty sure the funding for the hospitals is already there. You just want more. And I'm sure any problems that you do have with this funding for X were probably already problems before COVID-19. They were probably problems from your willy-nilly Democratic spending. Or Democrat spending. I don't like saying Democratic. The Democrat spending. So don't put this blame on COVID and then put the blame on Trump. And then what, what he's going to do is, well, we, well, the reason why we're not opening is because of Trump. Oh, if, if you're mad that you're not able to go back outside and run your own business, it's because of Trump. That's what they're going to do, this whole framing. Um, that's, that's how the Democrats play their game. There is no actual winning with the Democrats. There's no them saying, good job, we comp- accomplished the mission there, there's there's no easy way out with the Democrats. They got to make things difficult. They got to play these political games. You know, you got lives on the line. And when I say lives, I'm, I'm mostly talking about the economy. Because if you're not going to let the economy open or at least start to open or you're going to be all playing politic games with these people as pawns in your game, Lives are going to be lost secondhand. From keeping the economy closed for an extended amount of time, you're going to see more crime. You're going to see maybe riots start to break down. You're going to see more suicide. You're going to see people going broke, people losing their jobs, which is going to lead to more suicides. It could lead to more disease spread because people aren't getting the proper, uh, I guess, consumption of medicine or 
uh, proper consumption of food or just healthy living and they're living in the slums or now there are more people on the streets and that creates disease spread. Who knows? There, there's a plethora of issues that come from a, an indefinite closed economy. You got to open it up as fast as you can. The people dying in New York City are all over 75 years old with pre-existing conditions that two-thirds of them would have been dead by the end of the year regardless. Quarantine the old, quarantine the sick, put nursing homes on total lockdown. Young people can leave their homes if they want. It's 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 getting ridiculous. It is ridiculous. It's, it is totally, and it's frustrating because there's nothing we can do but to sit back and pretty much do nothing. It's, it's sad for places like L.A., and it's sad for places like New York City. There's just too many Democrats, not enough Republicans to really make any type of change. But I'm optimistic for the other states in America. I'm optimistic for, you know, Florida, they're starting to open. Texas, they're starting to open. Wisconsin is violating—the sheriff is not— um, doing the lockdown orders, you know, I, I have I have faith for the other states. And if you're living in these other states, fight for what you believe in. Fight for your freedom. Go to these protests. Put together a protest. Join the protest. Do, do whatever. Get involved, and you can make a difference. From back here, I guess the way I can make a difference is to tell you guys to get involved just because I have tons of people listening to me. Um, so that, that's that's how I can help. I'll keep you guys informed. That's how I can help. I'll keep tweeting. That's how I can help. I, I'm helping out the ways I can help. I can't uh, I can't just drop everything and fly over to um, Wisconsin to join a protest. Maybe I will actually, because I'm just a little bit pissed off. I might fly to a different state just to join their protest, just for the sake of protesting, because I'm pissed. So in Venice Beach, they are actually putting sand on the skate park in Venice Beach. It's a very famous skate park. A lot of music videos have been filmed there. Movies have been filmed there. It's it's almost like a destination place for a lot of tourists. All the local skaters. It's a very skater hangout. People hang out there. Obviously, it's been closed uh, since the lockdown started. But now to keep people from going in there, maybe they're planning to shut it down for the entire summer. They're just filling it up with sand. This is ridiculous. This is actually ridiculous. And you know what? I hope the skaters start to say F you and they go in there with their own shovels and they start uh, digging it up. And you know what? This is going to red pill a generation. This is going to red pill a generation. Because you're right now you're having a lot of these skater, skater boys, uh, California kids, who are probably more liberal. They're seeing the devastating effects of big government and how that affects them directly. When you're young, you don't really think, oh, what the government does, the government done. does. That, that doesn't really affect me too much. But you're taking hundreds of skaters, probably thousands of people that are fans of this, and you're, you're making them realize, oh, shit, the government actually sucks. They're trying to take our fun away. None of none of this. I'm, I'm, I doubt any of these skaters are even at risk of the COVID-19. They're definitely not, if I had to assume. But this is this is what big government does. They they take a plow, they start putting the sand on all your fun. The summer's right around the corner. COVID nineteen has not been an outbreak in California. Yeah, let's look this up. Um let's up in Los Angeles COVID nineteen cases. Um 
it seems like the total confirmed cases on out of all of Los Angeles is 11,000 and the total deaths is 500. That is, I'm sorry to break it to you, but that's not an outbreak. And, you know, that's with the inflated death count. Out of all of California state, uh, 27,000 confirmed, less than 1,000 deaths. I'm sorry, for, for a place with a population of millions of people, that's nothing. That is literally an insignificant amount compared to the population. It's the summer's coming. We know the summer's going to be hot, and that kills the virus from spreading. We, we know the whole peak is over. It's on its way out. And what do Democrat politicians do? They say, oh, screw it. Let's just ruin everybody's fun. Let's make sure everything stays closed indefinitely. Let's make a bigger issue and a bigger problem than it really is. That's the Democrats' way of thinking. While restrictions should be coming off, the Democrats are putting more restrictions on. I think they're just going a little bit mad with power. They're going a little bit um, having too much fun with their newfound power. And unfortunately for super socialist states and then socialist cities and then socialist counties, there's nobody to really stand in front of those trucks to say no. There's no one to really stand up against the government and say no. I mean, that's why you have rampant homeless population all over the place. I mean, these Democrat cities are just total messes. They're, they're disgusting total messes, and it's going to keep going that way because nobody really cares enough to really do anything. And the Democrats, they're just going mad with power. And that's that's the state that's the state of Los Angeles. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the podcast. Please like, subscribe, turn the post notifications on, do whatever you got to do. Shoot me a text, 917-540-8768. Yeah, that's the number. Just shoot me a text. You can stay updated. Subscribe to the podcast, America the Podcast, on all the podcast apps. And send, send it to your friend if you can. Send the podcast to your friends. It'll help me out a lot. If you're listening on Apple, rate it five stars because of all the leftists. They're spamming one star. So if you can help me out there, that'll help out a lot. Thank you. And, uh, yeah, you can, you can get out of here now. Shoo. Shoo, stop listening. Peace.